Hello, everyone, and welcome back to, I'm going to say round two today with multi-family. Um, our guest that I'm about to introduce, we um, had a great conversation last week, and I was so excited to go back and listen to the podcast and then realized it only recorded my audio. <laughs> so we're back today. Um, hopefully you'll, put, you'll hear both of us today. Uh, so we are back today with Jessica Trahan. She is with Hatching Hope in Alabama. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you again for yes. having me on for a second time. Yes. I'm technically recording again. Yeah. Happy to be back. Yeah, we're happy to have you and so appreciative for you to carve out some time because I know that you guys are super busy. Um, so just to kind of give our listeners a better idea of Hatching Hope, um, we're going to talk to Jessica today a little bit more. Um, but those of you that don't know, um, Hatching Hope is a disaster relief and humanitarian aid organization that provides immediate and long-term recovery essentials to victims of disasters. So very important, especially given all the things that we've experienced as a country these last few years, disasters. So Jessica, tell us a little bit more about how the idea for Hatching Hope came about. Yes, so our founders, Keely and Ashton, uh, mother and son, started Hatching Hope um, in, in their house. They lost their house to a fire um, many years ago, and the multifamily industry really wrapped their arms around them because that's the industry that Keely worked in and came from, and they just really wrapped their arms around them with such a huge support system for them during that time that when the need arose, they wanted to give back and help, and it happened to the idea kind of like clicked into place on, um, uh, it was a large apartment fire on Thanksgiving a couple years back and several years back now. Um, and they kind of just started gathering supplies, air mattresses, toiletries, anything they could get their hands on to get to the residents that had been placed, displaced on Thanksgiving. And that's really kind of where everything like clicked into place. And they're like, oh, this is something that we can definitely see the need for um, there is a huge gap between, you know, the insurance and, you know, the Red Cross and, and things like that. And so they were able, they wanted to fill that gap. And that's where it kind of took form and took off from there. And now here we are, it's, we've been, we've had five one c 3 sites for five years now, and it's been an incredible journey and growth um, that we've experienced over those five years. Yeah, no, it's been really great to watch. So Hatching Hope and MAA launched around the same time in 2016. Mm -hmm. And so I knew Keely from her days in, in multifamily. And so once we kind of, we talked about what she was doing, I knew it was something that MAA wanted to be a part of. And so I know really that's kind of, I guess, been the secret to y'all's success is getting involved with other apartment associations. So kind of tell us like what that's been like for you guys. Yeah, so we launch our volunteer-based chapters through affiliates and local associations. Um, that is one of the, the best methods for us because members and vendors and everybody are, most people are usually affiliated with their, you know, local association. And so, um, I mean, really, we just gather the, the people, the people that are really passionate about serving and really want to bring Hatching Hope into the area and they can figure out location and things like that. And so it's been, it's been really amazing to meet so many people that are um, just love the idea and are as passionate about Hatching Hope as we are. And so we now cover several areas across the Southeast and are still continuing to grow. And we're super excited about, you know, where we are. We, we even have a chapter in St. Louis, Missouri as well. Um, That's great. And so just, you know, how it, it's been amazing to see people come together to serve their industry and their community and see the need that Hatching Hope fills, fulfills. 
Yeah, and I think that's been one of the one of the reasons that we are so excited to partner with you guys is because it is multifamily specific. You know, there are other organizations out there that help, but I think if you're in this industry, you know each other, you kind of know what it's going through, you've probably experienced something before. So, you know, you really your heart goes out to your your peers when something like that happens and you want to help. So I think that sense of community within the multifamily industry has probably helped you guys grow so much. Um, Absolutely. So we, we've loved getting to see that. And so I know a couple months ago, we actually hosted a kit building party where we got all the supplies from you guys and we actually put the kits together ourselves, which mm-hmm. our volunteers loved because it really gave them a better sense of like what all goes into that. It's not just a box. So mm-hmm. since it's not just a box, like I guess let's kind of walk yeah. through like what all is in there, why it's so important. Yes, when everyone third days are super important just because you can get your hands on it and really see what goes into it and the importance of each item. So in our disaster recovery kits, we contain air mattresses, sheets, toiletries, towels, immediate overnight recovery essentials. And we just recently also started including um, portable phone chargers that like the little battery packs. And, um, and so that's been a huge addition to add. And so even now we're as we grow as a society, we've found more things that we can add into. Yeah. So it just makes someone's life easier during those first few days because, as you know, many people in the industry know that when you're displaced from um, your uh, your home, your apartment, you're often put in a vacant apartment with nothing but the clothes come back or you're having to stay with a friend and sleeping on the floor. And so we everything that's included in our kits is just to bring a little bit of comfort during those couple of days where everything your whole world is turned upside down and that's so huge I don't think people realize that like like you said a lot of people are using in a vacant apartment and so they have nothing and so it's important you know it's not a lot that we're giving them but it's enough to kind of help them get through and to give them some sense of normalcy until they can kind of figure out their next step and so um you know we had a really large fire with one of our members earlier this year and even though we had helped with you guys with this for a couple of times for, for whatever reason, this fire that happened earlier this year kind of just like got inspired everyone to jump on board and we were able to raise over $4,000 and get a lot of kit. So sometimes it takes one thing maybe to kind of get people in the direction of like wanting to get involved and help. And so we're so grateful for that. And um, yes. yeah, it's, it's been a great experience working with you guys. And I know, so the kits are only, I say only, I think it's great, but they're only $50, which is not a lot yeah. to think about when, what you're, when you realize what you're giving someone. So mm-hmm. you guys have really great partners who have kind of helped you guys mm-hmm. get that cost down. So tell us about those partners that you guys have. Yes. It's many great supporters and donors along the way. Um, one of our big partnerships with HHD Supply. They donate a lot of our linens and like the toilet paper and things like that to go into our kits. And so it's an incredible partnership that we're super proud of and, and cherish and, and are super glad to have. And, and then also we work with um, a company, a, a group out of Ohio, Matthew 25 Ministries, and they provide a lot of our large loss disaster relief. Um, they'll send multiple truckloads and, um, to us when, when, we're, when we're in need and serving the large loss community. Yeah, absolutely. No, and I know that that's been crucial for you guys and to help and support you guys. And so I know we talked a little bit about, we talked in the last podcast, not everyone heard it. (laughs) So you guys have an office where you guys sell items that you can kind of raise, use that money to go help out and and do outreach whenever there's large disasters. So tell us like how that started and how that's been going. Yes, our store, the Marketplace by Hatching Hope is one of our largest fundraising is one of our is our largest fundraising effort um, and, and 
where we um, sell items to provide disaster-related humanitarian aid to people that are displaced by disaster. Um, we have people bring in donations every single day. It's a really awesome uh, group of people that we have working for us and and that are the kind of the voice of Hatching Hope, like in our story, like they tell our story and they bring, they get donors and um, it's really awesome. And so we have um, a large space in Birmingham that we do that, that we're, that we really love and are proud of. Yeah, so everyone put that on your list. If you're passing through Birmingham, make sure you visit yeah. the marketplace. We have antique, yeah, we have antique furniture, boutique stuff, all kinds of great items. We definitely recommend stopping by. Yes, definitely. No, we'll have to make sure that we put that on our list the next time we're there. <laughs> so tell us, so you've been with the Hatching Cup for three years now. So tell yeah. us one of the things that surprised uh, you the yeah. most about this journey. I think, so going into it, I really had no expectations. I didn't know what to expect. I knew that we were a really small charity and that I would be the first employee ever. Mm -hmm. um, and I knew that I would, you know, my position was really Sis Keeley, um, our founder and director. And so I think that the whole journey has been like, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly surprised just by our growth and where we came from, even when I was just starting to where we are now and the partners that we've made along the way and the relationships that we've fostered to grow and to be where we are. Um, it's just, it's, it's incredible. And I don't think that I really felt or understood the kind of like the impact of disaster because I, I started this like pretty much right out of college and I knew that I wanted to go into disaster relief. Um, I kind of had some experience with it, um, you know, with the, 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 the tornado that hit Tuscaloosa back in 2011 and, um, you know, just some other um, disaster related experience. My dad had a cleanup crew after Hurricane Katrina. And so I saw Hurricane Katrina firsthand and saw the devastation that that led. So all of that kind of like, you know, really made me want to go into the industry, mm -hmm. but I never, other than that, and volunteering in those situations, I never worked or spent much time in that environment. And so, um, yeah, I think just my first deployment, we were still doing Hurricane Michael work, and it was like our, our fifth or sixth deployment um, that we went on within like a month of me starting, and it was incredible. We did a huge furniture giveaway to the people of Panama City. And I think that the, the all of the different charities that came together to serve their community and just the neighbor-loving neighbor has, was like one of the biggest things that surprised me so much. I mean, it just, it brings so much warmth to you to see how much good there is still in the world. And so it's really incredible. No, it definitely is. And like I said, I think it's just one of those things you have to experience it firsthand and then you really, you know, you kind of, you just want to jump on, jump in and do more. So I think a lot of, especially I know with our members, like that's how they've been. They maybe kind of were on the outside watching it and they were like, oh, Hatching Hope. And then once they got involved or once they were impacted, of course, that completely changes your mindset. So, and it's funny because, so you guys started out with the helping people displaced by fires, but it now like, I mean, we're, we're near the Gulf Coast. So hurricanes have impacted us tremendously. Just recently, Ida. So you guys have been doing work with that. So how was that, you know, working with, people, you know, impacted by the hurricane. Yeah, absolutely. So we just sent down 42,000 pounds of relief to Hurricane Ida. Um, to, we work close with the United Cajun Navy down there and a couple other organizations. And so um, right now they have been working to distribute the inventory there. But hurricane work is 
kind of a different beast, you know. Um, so much is usually there's there's just so much more damage that you see, and every every disaster is different too. You never know kind of what you're going to walk into and what it's going to be like. Um, and so we but we really enjoy doing the hurricane work as well. Um, top of the fire and tornado and anywhere where we've been called to do. And you know, most recently we've been working a lot doing COVID relief, um, kind of economical crisis that COVID brought on and serving our community, um, providing personal protection supplies, cleaning supplies and things like that to first responders and schools and um, just the community at large. You know, last year when we first moved into our store space, we did a huge community-wide um, PPE giveaway. Oh, wow. Um, we gave out um, over a thousand PPE kits and free COVID testing. And then the past couple of weeks now, um, we've given masks and hand sanitizer to every single student within Shelby County. And it's been truly incredible to do that. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, again, it's just, you're impacting people in such a great way and you're giving them hope, which is so important. And so I know like with the, with the fires, you know, we have like a kit and so, you know, we fundraise for that for kits. So how do you guys fundraise for hurricane relief and the other disasters? A lot of, uh, Facebook fundraisers. A lot of the um, fundraising we do in our store and collecting donations in our store, like, hey, you know, we're doing hurricane out of work. Would you like to make uh, an additional donation on top of your purchase today? And um, getting into grant writing and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, how we fund all of our work. Yeah, and so if you guys aren't following Hatching Hope, they're on Instagram and Facebook, and then you can visit their website to make a donation. Um, and of course, you can always visit our website. We have a link to Hatching Hope. So if you want to support that cause, you can. Um, so we're actually, gosh, we winded down this the second one. I guess because we'd already practiced, it went faster. But before we end, we always like to wrap up each conversation with um, three questions. So the first one I'm going to ask you is, have you ever been a renter or a tenant at any time? Yes, I did. In college, rented, um, and then I worked in the industry when um, right after college, or well, it, it, during college and um, as a leasing agent, and then a little bit after as well before I um, started working at Hashing Hope. So, and I think we already touched on this one earlier, but what is one thing that you love most about this industry? I love the camaraderie of the industry and the the passion that the, the properties and the vendors have to serve their people and their community. I've never seen anything like it. It's, um, um, it, it's amazing. And then the people that love Hatching Hope as well and seeing them want to help their residents in, in that way when they're needed the most, or when they need the most help. And so uh, that's one of my favorite things about the industry. Yeah, most definitely. We kind of hear that same answer over and over, which is it's kind of cool to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the last question is, what was, what's been your most memorable experience from your time in this industry? So um, my most memorable experience, I loved my years in leasing, um, but I think that my most memorable and um, happiest memories have been with Hatching Hope and serving the community. One of my favorite never forget moments um, when we, you know, we were doing Hurricane Michael work and we served the Royal American group um, after they lost their entire building and had to start from the ground up. We provided them with a lot of supplies and aid during that time and just people to talk to as well and, you know, to just be there for them. And so 
um, several months later after Hurricane Michael, Hurricane Dorian hit the Bahamas and because of the Keeley's connections in the Bahamas, um, Royal American sponsored our trip to the Bahamas and helped us provide a pair of shoes and Christmas gifts to every child in the orphanage that we were serving. And it was just a beautiful, wonderful experience um, and like a, kind of a pay it forward yeah. moment for them. And um, I mean, it was just, it was incredible. We have all the photos on our, our Facebook page. We'll have to go back. It's been, yeah. it's been two years now, but they're worth it. They're worth looking at. It was it was awesome. That sounds like it was great. And again, it just kind of like drives home what you guys do and why you work so hard every day to, to be there to provide that. So I think that's a great Absolutely. way to kind of wrap up. And it really, again, sum, sums up what Hatching Hope does. And we're so, you know, happy and proud to partner with you guys. And everyone, if we're not following Hatching Hope, stay tuned. They're, you know, they're growing. Um, if you don't have, a, you know, a group in your area, contact your local partner association and mm-hmm they can get you in touch and you guys can hopefully get something launched in your area. So, um, so yeah, y'all stay tuned. We'll be seeing more from Hatching Hope. I know. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks everybody.